It is February 4th, 2023, 2423. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about Vengeance Day, the NXT pay-per-view tonight, the premium live event on Peacock. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Dima Diva Issa, Alfred Kanawa. Tonight, to talk about NXT, uh, yes, if you like the show, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave and uh, click the bell. I don't know, whatever they say to do on YouTube, smash that like button, because if you don't smash it, it doesn't count, right? I mean, you got to really just hit it hard uh but tonight we had some surprises some good some bad we had uh some business as usual yeah. and uh alfred i'll start with you your high level thoughts about vengeance day 2023 love this show i love the element of the live crowd outside of florida i thought they were a very good crowd especially when they really did get hot for matches uh, mm-hmm. I liked it. I think every premium live event from here on out, you know, they drew 5,000 people and they distributed about that much many tickets. So it was a near sellout in terms of what they sent out. So if they can do that on the road, there's no reason that they shouldn't. And I think Stand and Deliver should do bigger. It will do bigger oh, numbers yeah. than that. Easily. Issa, what'd you think? Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the element of seeing NXT elsewhere. I love hearing the crowd because this shows you who really is over, mm-hmm. who is not over, etc. I thought there was a lot of really good wrestling. There were some results that I questioned while getting to that, but I can't wait to talk about the opening bout because, my God. Yes, the main event. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of questioning results, Isa, I noticed you uh, took issue with the poll I ran on Twitter last night. It's rigged. It's rigged. First of all, I'm pretty sure you have about uh, a, a thousand Twitter handles that you use and voted on it yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself to be running such a scam on social media. You shall not be trusted. So with 6,000 views and 1,000 plus votes, I asked, heading into WrestleMania, which WWE wrestler are you most excited about? Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, or Cody Rhodes? Roman Reigns garnering 20.1%. First of all, Sami Zayn would not even be interesting without the Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns sure. element to it. Well, he's pulling a 20%. Cody Rhodes at 34.6 and yes. in first with a commanding lead. 45.4% of wrestling fans said they are most excited about Sami Zayn about headed into WrestleMania. I, I voted for Cody Rhodes. I told her here to talk about NXT. Like, I don't understand why you're bringing this well, up. We'll, we'll keep this going because we've got many weeks for WrestleMania. We'll, we'll keep doing new polls and we'll see We'll see if sentiment changes. But that is where we're at today. It is a slice of time. But let's talk about Vengeance Day. Uh, let's talk about that opening uh, segment with Charlotte Flair coming out. And I loved this package. Doing a bit me, of me hype, setting it up. It was so good. Um, she adds so much gravitas to the situation. It's weird to think of her as a veteran now when, you know, I know six years ago at this time, no, seven years ago at this time, she was, uh, you know, barely out of NXT. Yeah. But with the event being in Charlotte, Flair country, as Mm -hmm. we know it, um, (laughs) Charlotte, (coughs) excuse me. She has that it presence and it showed. As soon as the heels started walking, I was like, who is this? And then they showed her, and then she just managed to, like, really put everybody over in their in their most fantastic way. I did really enjoy the opening package. They should do something like this for WrestleMania. I think the main roster should borrow from this. It reminded me of how boxing fights start off. Like, when Big E or even Sasha Banks were introducing those big fights, whether it's a boxing fight, whether it's a, a college football championship, the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight started similar to this. And I thought that was really good. It's, it's by involving the actual people who are on the show and having them walk out. I liked it. Very good. And a hot crowd tonight. Uh, great production value. All these entrances supersized for that larger screen. This had 
It's actually had, I think, a bigger feel to it than the takeover they did the morning of WrestleMania last year, mm. uh, which I think was just poor timing. <laughs> um, this felt like the biggest NXT road event, so the biggest NXT premium live event in years. Since before the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. yes. This was 1, great. 1,000% and the, and the crowd knew it. And mm. I wanted them all. And I feel like they did to show out and show off. So that way NXT keeps taking them out on the road. This was It was so refreshing. Yeah. Very, very good. And we opened with Wesley versus Dijak <laughs> for the North American Championship. Alfred, wow. your thoughts first. Uh, this is a great main event. I thought that the crowd was excellent, and I really do believe, and I don't blame the crowd for anything. They would have been a great crowd all night, but this is a reason why they were not, uh, because this match was so good, it took at least two matches to follow it for them to come all the way back. And when they did, they were a great crowd all over again. But this was incredible. This was a David versus Goliath type match. They did all kinds of stuff, and I just loved Wes Lee as a babyface, and poor Dijak, who's an incredible heel, like a monster heel in this, and had this disgusting landing where he still was able to deliver a great moonsault. They still didn't catch him, but this guy just kept coming back like the Terminator. I, I love this match. It went on a little long for me, too many false finishes, which I think did hurt the main event, but this was a true main event for sure. Yeah, Issa, what'd you think of this match and Wes Lee retaining? So good. I was doing a little bit of predictions before the show went off the air. And this was the match that I was telling everybody. I don't know how this one is going to go. I didn't know how they were going to vibe. I didn't know what the chemistry was going to be like. There's a huge size difference, which a lot of time, including this time, it works for the performers. But I haven't seen Dijak like active in the ring, have a match like this in so long that I really forgot, you know, his vibe. I did know that Wesley is great to get him around and he did yeah. that. Um, but oh my god, like they sur surpassed my expectations. This was fun. This this is gonna be talked about for a while. It might be a match of the year candidate. I, I would dare say that I enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. I like the false finishes. It really made me root for for Wesley at one point where I never really root for him, but I was like, damn it, I can't help but to want him to win at this point. Dijak's finger was looking excellent after the match. But yeah. <laughs> This was, this was, I felt bad for, it didn't matter who you would have put in that second spot. It, they were, they were set up to fail. Well, let's talk about the hugest development to come out of this match, which is that Tony D'Angelo and Stax saved Wesley. Did you hear the crowd? I yeah, they the wanted the go. Uh, oh, I love it. And that's why I love about them being outside of the performance center. We can really hear who the people are feeling and, and Tony D got a great reaction especially I think, over. I think that's us i think we got him over to everybody absolutely but especially 1, during that match where both of these guys were giving it their all for tony d to come in and make a cameo and get that crowd chant so now though since tony d helped wes and helped wes retain over dijak in true godfather fashion someday and that day may never come tony d'angelo might ask wesley for a favor and wesley will be forever in his service after okay. tony d'angelo's uh, save tonight. So this is great setup storytelling. I think, uh, yeah, we might see uh, the two of them go head to head at Stand and Deliver for this championship. Was this better than Osprey Omega? I'm oh. being serious now. I listen. I know to us and our profession and what a lot of people. Value. You know, I feel like I need to watch them back to back. Yeah, I I'm feel like right I now. need to watch them back to back. I don't. I will say no of the top of my head but it's because there were two complete different matches i feel like osprey mm -hmm. and omega had a lot of like really violent spots where this didn't need them 
You know, like when he put Osprey's face through the table, I still think about that every day. So, like, mm-hmm. I, but I maybe if I watch them back to back, I'll come back to you on that because as of right now, probably two of my favorite matches of this year yeah. so far. And I know we're oh. only we're just the beginning of February, which is insane. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. It is the greatest match of February 2023. I agree. It was, and the thing is, they are different enough. I do agree with you, Issa, that yeah. they were so different that I do feel that somebody who likes American-style wrestling and isn't as big a fan of New Japan would like this match leaps and bounds above the Will Ospreay match because but, as much as the crowd did get into that match, it wasn't necessarily like the action packed that I thought this was in terms of a lot of the stunts that they pulled off. But... Do you really feel, and I'm sorry, Glenn, we'll get to a super no, chat okay. in one second. Did you really feel that Osprey and Omega, because I am not all that big on, I mean, the strong style, yeah, but to me, it felt more violent than your usual New Japan mm. match, yes, and that's why did. I liked it, where it didn't feel like your typical New Japan, where we're just kind of being technical, but hitting the moves where it looks a little more destructive. No, I feel like Osprey and Omega were just trying to kill each other, and which yeah. is what I'm always here for that. Well, they almost killed Dijak tonight, so. Yeah. Uh, Mia Lee, no relation, I assume, or maybe, maybe there is, uh, <laughs> buck 99 super chat saying, is it me or did Wes come off as a main roster guy? Definitely. I mean, maybe after mania, maybe he drops that title of Tony D'Angelo and then goes to the main roster. I, I think so. And I think also that Jack did, and I know he went to the main roster and had a weird run over there, but I think both of these, a lot of people tonight look like they could yeah. go to the main roster today. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this looked like a main roster show. Honestly. Yeah. It was very, very good. Uh, Sheet Black, 999, saying, great crowd, cooked a New York strip steak in Japanese whiskey marinade. Made a lemon drop martini with tequila instead of vodka. Wait, isn't that a margarita? If it's just a lemon drop with tequila? That's fine. That's fine. We won't get into semantics. I'm not anti-semantic. Chef's Kiss will smoke a cigar after this podcast. Sounds like a whole vibe right now. Yeah. Yo, I know. I'm about to go light more candles and turn some music. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, Fat Matt, thank you for the $10 super chat. No chat, just here's some money. Great profile. Thank you. Yes. Uh, So, the match that had to follow this was Katana Chance and Kaden James. Kaden Carson. Kaden Carter, sorry, typo on the Wrestling Inc. uh, website. Katana and Kaden versus Fallon Henley and Kiana James for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, and they made too big of a deal about them being the longest reigning women's tag team champions Mm -hmm. where it seemed pretty obvious that Fallon and Kiana were going to win this. Yep. <laughs> but they also did the can they coexisting and I don't know. I really was still kind of like coming off the, the 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 first the opening match to getting to this. So I did like that it started slow because I felt that by the time that I really started paying attention to it is that's when it started picking up. I just I really like Katana and Kaden as tag team champions because they're the legit tag teaming NXT, but at the same time I forgot who were the champions so we'll see where we go with this i think somebody's losing their virginity tonight right whoa let's go what's his name what's the virgin's name brooks jensen is a virgin yeah so i'm pretty sure he's getting some tonight wow i hope they show that on one of those you know nxt phone camera footage that they have they should show that did they abandon that (laughs) already anonymous is gonna get all of it did they already (laughs) abandon nxt anonymous I don't think no. they did, but I don't think they had a segment this past week, did they? 
I don't remember. It's no, been a couple they, weeks. They used the time to give us that informative piece about the NXT parking lot attack on Nikita Lyons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, it was a fine match. I was actually kind of surprised that Chance and Carter didn't retain just because they got such a like a big entrance where they got to go through the crowd and you could tell they were really showcasing them compared to Fallon Henley and Katana, uh, Kiana James. And I felt like they were going to lose to further that storyline. But apparently being tag champions is going to be part of it. So it looks like NXT is going to put a lot behind the storyline. Uh, Sheet Black clarifying. With super chat saying he used lemons, lime's ah. making a margarita. I've made a margarita with, with lemons before in a pit in a pinch, really just a citrus, <laughs> a citrus fruit <laughs> works, but no, I feel you. Uh, oh, you get some good like blue agave tequila, you mix that with with lemon juice. That's that's a tasty cocktail. Uh, Kelvin R. Alexander, five dollars. I'm happy for Fallon and Kiana started as jobbers, now they're champions. It's weird how Brooks and Dunn were so kind of nothing, and now Fallon and Kiana are way more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, they've definitely helped this storyline because. We didn't care about it when they were doing the whole virgin thing, but now they've added these parts to it. I think it's going to be much better. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. After that, uh, we had Apollo versus Carmelo in a two out of threes falls match. Isa and I were talking about this off the air, how it's great how two out of three falls Normally, you think there's going to be this elaborate back and forth, and it's going to go mm -hmm. on forever. But nope, Carmelo just dominated this, and it was a it was just a shutout. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I like this. I like Camilo's entrance. Yeah, Can yeah. We talk about it. Trickster I felt, I felt like it was a farewell entrance. I'm glad he came out later and did the stare down. You know, we'll get into the main event, but I really thought it felt a little farewell. You know, mm. when when they're like acknowledging all his accomplishments and all that, I was like, is this going to be the last time we see him? Like it felt that way. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, and I think they've done something like this before just by, I don't know if there was this many accomplishments, but like by shouting him out and stuff like that. But I liked the match. I was a little surprised that Carmelo won two in a row, but I really don't have that much of a problem with it because I agree with you, Glenn. It does make it seem fake when two out of three falls match are always three falls. And seeing as they're building him up for the world title now, I think that it was a good decision. It's just that the crowd was not into this match as much as I thought they would be. Yeah. They got into it late into the first fall. I feel like they started to pick up, but I think that was the Wes Lee and Dijak effect of them still trying to follow it. And can we also give a shout out to Trick Williams with the greatest reactions? At yeah. one point he's in his knees praying. He was so entertaining, <laughs> almost great. too entertaining. He was distracting at some point. I'm paying more attention to how he's reacting yeah. than the match. But what does this tell us about Apollo? Like, is he just a certified jobber in NXT? Well, he's in a feud now with his former partner. Uh, I didn't even recognize him. Commander Cato. Wait, what? That's the name? Dabakato, but he used to be Commander Aziz, and so now they I know, I know. I just didn't know that was his new name. I didn't recognize him. Did you guys recognize him right away? Not right away. After a second or so, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Dabakato. And it looks like he's going to beat Apollo Crews. Unfortunately, Apollo Crews is Everybody beats Apollo. I feel bad. Do you think he'll get his accent back? I know because they, you know, they seem to be doing a, a reboot of both characters. They oh, should okay. acknowledge it in a promo. They should talk about yeah. how they went to like addiction cl class together. Yeah, and then they had a falling out. You know, are they going to give him superpowers too, though? Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, why was he wearing those contacts? Yeah, Apollo likes those red contacts. Those are supposed to give him his powers to see into the future. 
To see what? I don't know. Does Daba see <laughs> the past? Losing streak. Losing well, the past. The past. If you can see to the future. future. <laughs> you could have seen the taps and the the freaking double win. You know, yeah. you could have done something <laughs> about it. And him <laughs> saying that the past is the future for Apollo. That's not that ain't great necessarily. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a little self fulfilling prophecy there. Um, but uh, Carmelo better. On, uh, I'm not even throwing. saying don't say it, don't say it, don't say it because better... we thought we thought something else was gonna happen and it didn't happen. I do not want to say things out loud and then they'll hear us and be like, no, we're not gonna do that. Don't say it. We I know where you're going with this. I, I want it to, Glenn. I want it to, but do I not agree, Glenn. say it out loud. Okay, it's just brawn. <laughs> you can't keep putting him in feuds with super charismatic people. We it's know. it's it's not helping him, it's actually hurting him. Um yeah. I feel good about uh this next one though. Yes, uh, Kelvin, $5 Super Chat. Kiana has a permanent invite to the cookout, and so does Fallon. Oh, wow. But will you take her to Applebee's? That's the question. Yeah, that's that's when you know you're serious. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> you might as well take the wedding ring proposed right then and there. In the Applebee's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Probably biggest upset of the night. The New Day defended their NXT oh my Tag God. Team yes. Championships. Big upset. Chase University, Pretty Deadly, and Gallus. And you might say, out of these four teams, who would you rank your preferences to win? Yeah. And Anyone but Gallus, basically. Yes. And your lowest ranked <laughs> preference of, well, I guess that's okay. They won, and Gallus are the new tech team champion. Yeah, no, I said it on my I, I said it on my stream. It was New Day, Pretty Deadly. <laughs> Chase you and then Gallus. That was my order on which I wanted to win. Yeah, and I also feel like Gallus did. The, I'm sorry, Alfred. I no, also feel like they show showed up the least in this match. Like I yeah. don't remember a lot of their stuff compared to the rest. Chase you had a moment there that I was like, oh my god, they're gonna win, aren't they? Chase you's problem is they're now in the Enzo and Cast position in NXT, where somebody probably HBK and Triple H say, you know what? They're so over, they don't need the championship. They don't need those titles. I hope not because I thought that would have been a good moment if they won tonight. I too was thinking that this who's going to beat Gallus? I'd have been fine with anybody other than Gallus winning. And it's nothing about yes. Gallus. They've done a good job. Obviously, the New Day, they're legends, but they've done a good job building up these two other NXT tag teams as viable tag team championship contenders, not Gallus. So I was very unpleasantly surprised when this happened. Uh, and it seemed like the crowd just based on the entrances and the intros were just preferring New Day over everybody. It didn't care about anybody else. I mean, of but course. But they definitely got into Chase U as a match went on. Yeah. yeah she Black saying Chase U should have won the stomps funny as hell. Yes. Look, um, I've said this. I'm a broken record. In the year 2023, if your gimmick as a wrestler or tag team is, well, we're really good dominant wrestlers, that's not enough anymore. Yeah. Right. And with Dallas, like, this is putting them in that – Heavy Machinery, Viking Raiders, Brooks and Dunn, Creed Brothers, like all these guys don't really stand out. And the Viking Raiders now stand out in a bad way. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, this is just, this is just blah. I, I put all of them over Gallus. I don't know what Gallus does. I don't know what they are, what their vibe is. Well, they're really good dominant wrestlers out. <laughs> I thought that the New Day was going to retain here because I feel like on the road to WrestleMania, the tag team division is weird over in WWE with the Usos having both belts. Yeah. I didn't think it's mm -hmm. time for the New Day to drop it. For a second there, not for a second, for a while, probably the first half of the match, I felt like it was all pretty deadly and yeah. New Day. And then and then we started seeing some chase you. And then the last, you know, 
the final moments of the match is when I feel like Gallo started showing off. But yeah, I I we'll see where this goes. But this was upsetting for me. Yeah. Calvin saying Chase U would have been a hell of an audible. Um, I think yeah, it's what the crowd wanted. It would have been a good moment. I think it would have been good. But uh, so great to see those stomps with five thousand people chanting along. That looks like so much fun. And yeah. I can't wait to do that when they come to California. To be honest, and Thea Hale has a personality that can fill an arena. Yes. You exactly. know? She's the smallest. She might be the smallest member of the roster in entirety of everybody, main roster NXT, but she's probably got the biggest personality. She's probably the youngest as well, isn't she? Yeah. 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 Cause she signed, I think she was the youngest NIL athlete. She's the one signed. that signed after high school. After high school. When she yeah. graduated high school. So they did the whole gimmick where she was speaking her college. That's how she yeah. ended up here. She's doing a great job. G. Roy J saying Gallus is Scottish for meh. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, <laughs> uh, great, great match. match. Great yeah. match. I just yes. didn't like the result. I But I did think that everything got to show what they got there. Absolutely. Everybody got their stuff in. Uh, Roxanne Perez defended her tag team or her uh, women's championship against toxic attraction, Gigi Joel and JC Jane, a triple threat match that I gotta be honest at the start of this, this was started as a handicap match. And I was annoyed how they tried to make this seem plausible, but then when they, uh, or maybe when they tried to make it seem competitive, but then when Gigi and JC starting in the upper hand and started arguing about who was going to win, then this got really, really good. When it became a true triple yeah. threat. Although, I mean, in theory, one of them should have just offered to pin the other one. I said that. Yeah. I said that a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, you can't have your, you can't have them be that stupid that they wouldn't do that. Somebody in the chat says, Gallus has a great team. Yes, that deserves <laughs> to watch right there. <laughs> I've got something going for him. Actually, you want to know what would have been epic? They wouldn't have done this, but they should have just had Gigi pin JC. And then have them go for the foreseeable future, bragging about how they're co-champions and they both won that match. Yeah, well, they did tease that because I did think yeah. the only way Roxanne is going to lose this title is if both Gigi and JC pin her, similar how they right. both tied for the Royal Rumble. And they did tease it, and I thought that was a good spot for this match because I yeah. did believe that that could be a yeah. finish for this match. Yeah, it was it was a fun match. The back and forward, you know, triple thread into handicap into triple thread. I I have fun. I have fun here. I thought that Roxanne looked great, and that is somebody else that is really over. The crowd really loved her. Had a great reaction from the crowd. She did that also when she came out of the rumble. Roxanne Perez. So I liked her. Yeah, I liked her a lot in this match. Me too. Poor, poor JC though, because the crowd was doing the let's go. Roxy, let's, yeah, go, let's Gigi. go Gigi. And then she's like, we don't care about JC. No, no, said anything about JC. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was an it was a fun overall match. And just like I really feel like they're doing a really good job with Roxanne, which they don't do 
They don't do with Brown Breaker, where I feel like maybe she might not be the strongest on the mic, but they just have her come out there and show off. You know, like even on Tuesday when they did that promo where Toxic Attraction is basically destroying her and she just gets up and goes and starts just messing them up. I like that. If the person, if that's their weakness, don't don't yeah. enhance it. And I feel like they're doing a good job with Roxanne. As to with Braun, every month he just seems to be getting boring and boring. He's great in the ring. He looks the part, but that's it. There's not much to him. And they just keep highlighting that. It's crazy how they started this and Booker on commentary was like, oh, I'm not biased. I'm impartial. And then you just kept putting rock yeah. over and, and over and over. They've got a partnership now between NXT reality and wrestling. Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> One day. Yeah. Gonna yeah wait, so we didn't yeah. talk about that in the air. So that, that is a bit of news yeah. that happened. NXT allegedly are going to be, their superstars are going to be allowed to take work with select indies and take select indie, yeah. indie dates. I love that. That's exactly what should be happening. Yeah, but it's going to be reality of wrestling. It's going to be wrestling promotions already loosely affiliated with the WWE. Right. Yeah, and they should absolutely make use of that based on just they have these NIL athletes who have never wrestled at all. So you, to get them up to speed and get the most out of them, they have to be on the road and doing stuff like this. But I thought this was a good match, and I love Roxy. She's a great natural baby face. I think that's where the difference yeah. is between her and Braun. She's lovable. And it's not that Braun isn't like, but he should probably be a heel first, and he does have a good heel face. But Roxanne, is she just looks like a lovable person, and she plays up that kind of little girl who used to be a fan persona very well. And I think she should stay in NXT for years. I really do think that they should take their time. She's very young, and she's got plenty of time to go up to the main roster. And I think if, if they have her there long enough, you know, she could be in that echelon like, like a Bailey. Maybe not as good or at the top there. Bailey got to give Sasha her flowers. But I do think that Roxanne could be somebody who could be yeah. of that mode. The uh, super prop rocks off the, the turnbuckle, that was a great thing. It was so impressive. Yeah, mm -hmm. I loved it. It was really good, but toxic I did, attraction. I did mix Mandy Rose a little bit. There's something about toxic yeah. attraction without her that's still a little bit weird to me. I was but surprised this, we want Mandy chance. I know. I think people are have as more access to Mandy Rose now. <laughs> they got Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> Mandy's doing great. Mandy, yeah. Mandy, don't need to worry about what's going on in NXT. Uh, but no, look, I think that. Uh, this was a really good match. Toxic Attraction, though, I feel like they're one like you gotta you gotta call them up at this point. I, I can see them challenging for the tag titles and getting an, a, a defeat, but after that, they gotta mm -hmm. they gotta go. No, gotta I, go. I think they're gonna challenge for those titles, get beat, yeah. and then yeah. spin off into a feud, which I think is gonna be a oh, great feud. That could be good. That could be good. Uh, Calvin Alexander, super chat saying. Enjoyed the triple threat. Very entertaining. It was a really good match. Good spot yeah. on the card. Uh, it was very predictable, though. It was it was Roxanne's first oh, title yeah. defense. She just became champ, but they didn't. It didn't make me enjoy the match any less. The fact that I knew the result the entire time, and I was like you guys said, I was kind of wondering if if Toxic Attraction is going to pull this off. How would they do it, or how is she going to overcome the two of them? So it wasn't. It was still entertaining while predictable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cleveland Rock saying did it again after the V trigger. V trigger should be one of the Brooks and Dunn moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should just spell it out. I Call see what you did trigger. there. I see what you yeah. did there. Um so that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, this main event. This main event that us and so many people were convinced was going to be Grayson Waller's turn to dethrone Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. A steel cage match. Um, big entrances. Big hype 
behind this. Yeah, how do you have him lose after that? He has the women. He has the golden chewy. He has the champagne. I'm, I was ready. I was ready. They got me. They got me. Yeah. I got got. I thought just because of the shoe alone, he was going over. I know. Like they have, and they didn't even, I thought even if he loses, they've got to do something. Like Braun has to pour alcohol in there and pour it in his face or something. They didn't do anything with the shoe. And that poor lady had to carry it around the entire night. <laughs> it's, so Braun retained. He should have hired Cora Jade. Somebody said that earlier to me and I thought it was funny. He should have, um, he should have had Cora Jade in the lineup of the girls just to piss off Braun a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was a. It was fine. It yeah. was fine. It was just horrible result. And there was a moment there where he didn't pin him. And commentary is like, "Go for the cover." And I thought that's when Grayson Waller was gonna pull something off, like he always does. The whole thing has been that he outsmarts him, right? When he when Brown didn't go for the cover, and commentary is like, "Go for the cover." I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Grayson Waller is gonna do it. It's yeah. gonna be it. He's gonna do. This. He's gonna pull a trick off it." No, nope. <laughs> I thought this was one of Braun's weaker main events because he's had it's a high bar. He's had some incredible main events in terms of like JD McDonough and that triple threat match he was in with Tyler yeah. Bate and with Dolph Ziggler. I thought he had some very good matches, but this it was a weird match. I felt like they they messed up this like belly to belly suplex, and right after that point, I felt like the match was off and it was weird. Yeah, and the crowd didn't even seem as into like which naturally the false finishes didn't really get that much of a reaction because they were doing it all night so when they finally right. started doing it in the main event it didn't get a reaction there and were a the lot of bucks. there were a lot of let's go waller waller sucks chance there was yeah. a lot more of those than there were barks that's for well sure. they were with braun because there were no braun i was kind of halfway expecting some of these people to turn on braun but they were with him the whole way especially grayson waller started off kind of like a heel and attacked him beforehand so got heat from that and they did go 50 50 on grayson waller toward the end but Grayson yeah. just gets so much more of a reaction, though, positive or negative. You know, it's like with Braun, it's like, eh, it's, it's fine. The promos that he did, the work that he did, like, it was, I mean, there was a lot of good stuff for this feud. I just really, really thought that Grayson Waller was going to be it. And then as, as the pay-per-view is progressing, not only do I see a couple of titles change hands, which is rare on an NXT pay-per-view, so now I'm thinking, yeah, this is not going to happen on the two main titles mm. as usual, um, because if they didn't want to get rid of Mandy, I guarantee you she would still be champion. Um, and then when I saw how strong they booked Melo, that's when I was like, if Melo was going to go for the world title, they're not going to put him against Grayson Waller. So I was already kind of like having a bad feeling about it. Uh, yeah. Kelvin saying the highlight of this match was the women who escorted Waller to the ring. It was the golden chewy that we didn't get to see, man. Uh, Braun Breaker is like white toast in the sense <laughs> that if I'm at a restaurant, <laughs> it's like, do you have sourdough? Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, pumpernickel. Pumpernickel's kind of, you don't see that everywhere, but I could go for some pumpernickel. Okay, no, no, you don't have that. Uh, what about some rye? Rye could be kind of different. We can mix it up a little bit. Uh, whole wheat, maybe something earthy and grainy. You know, you can really like taste it and feel it. And it's like, oh, white. Okay, I guess I can put in a lot of jelly on this because I need some flavor, you know? I think he's working it out. He's like whole grain bread, you know, not the most whole, exciting whole loaf right got now. Flavor okay. What he got some promise? Braun Breaker number one fan is in the podcast. You forgot about that. Glenn. I'm in the top five. I wouldn't say I'm number one. I think the Steiner, the Steiner brothers are number one and two. I think I'm in maybe four or five, but I just like the guy's an incredible wrestler for as far as he is here. And he's got a little ways to go, but I project for him to be very, very successful in WWE. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to 
go back and look at the tape of me saying that I don't get it. I get it with Braun. They just need to do a better job promoting him. He has the same problem a lot of AEW wrestlers have. Steve Marcuccioli, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like America's top team. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, <laughs> yeah. if, if all of America's top team was one wrestler. Um, Steve Marcuccioli, Buck99 saying, bigger star in the main roster, Braun or Carmelo? Carmelo, because he can Carmelo. wrestle and actually has personality, has a character, has charisma. You got to have both. You just said it. You cannot be just a big dominant guy anymore. He doesn't cut it. I think if, and not if, I think when Braun Breaker turns heel, it'll be oh, the yeah. simple formula, similar to, I mean, wasn't there a wrestler a while ago where they, just like Braun, what, second what generation. What is he going to do? What is he going to do when he turns? Meow instead of bark? Sure. That'll get him heat. I, I think he should. I think he should meow and purr in Apollo Cruz's ear. I absolutely think he should do stuff like that. No, 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 no. Don't try to take Isaiah's Cassidy's. <laughs> what if he just starts <laughs> acting like he's DMX? Sure. I mean, he'd have to pay with... homage. Yeah. You know, but if he starts talking, if he starts talking like he's clearing his throat all the time, if he starts barking. I think I think this could work for him. He should start coming out to party up. The place would be jumping. Would be. Uh, but look, the big news of this match, as far as I'm concerned, this this was this this is, was an interesting way to go off the air. Carmelo Hayes coming out. Uh, and so it looks like it's going to be Carmelo versus Braun WrestleMania weekend. Carmelo Again, has Tony so much charisma. robbed from his title shot, he's, but okay. He's going to get the North American Championship. I don't okay. want him to get that. I he hope. deserves better than that. Oh, I know. He, he deserves to take the title off Roman, but we don't live in a just and fair oh, world. All right, relax. Hey, it's not that go. deep, okay? Come, Come on. on go. Come on. <laughs> That's what your poll should be. <laughs> Who are you most excited about? Sami Zayn, Cody Rose, Roman Reigns, or the GOAT? <laughs> the GOAT robbed that poll. <laughs> <laughs> people will read that and be like what <laughs> oh man anyways uh, you got carried away there Glenn please I mean good match but that's the problem until I think that Braun's losing this these matches are redundant and pointless how long yeah, has he been won't... champion now and how can he be so boring mm -hmm. Roman has been champion for like a thousand days and I haven't been bored a day of his reign yeah, but you're cutting out pre-Roman, which is the comparison to Braun Breaker. Can there was please, a period from WrestleMania 31 uh, to WrestleMania 34. Where it was I don't like, know who you're talking to. You're talking to the wrong one. The I have evidence, which I have tweeted on my Twitter <laughs> account, that I have been cheering for Roman the exact same way back oh, yeah. at the Royal Rumble 2015. So you're not you going to get through me with the whole pre-Roman thing. There's no pre-Roman. He just hadn't reached his final form, okay. but I knew it was there. Okay. I was fighting the good fight for I I and this is the same thing. This is why I like Braun is because I was day one with Roman Reigns. I got it immediately. And I was always fighting against the people who are rejecting Roman Reigns. And this feels like a Roman Reigns scenario where yes, Roman Reigns did have some shortcomings early in his career, just like Braun in terms of promo-wise ability. But as he learns the business, as he turns heel and gets to be himself more, it'll be the same situation where he's a good heel and he develops into his role. Does Uber Uber eat, four years. It's barely does Uber eat deliver punches so that I can send one to Alfred's <laughs> house right now? <laughs> Discount code slap. <laughs> I mean, this this was a really good uh NXT event. I think that this felt this felt hotter than NXT has felt in a long time. Yeah, getting it was that new live crowd. It was very exciting. They should have called um, this a takeover because that's what it felt. I know they got to bring called... that back. No, they no. Didn't call it a takeover. Okay. I don't know why they stopped doing that. I don't use that no more. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, 
this was good. This was good, man. And they replayed the Nikita Lyons investigation footage. They did. Oh, we and forgot. a video package for her. And I'm like, she's not going to be back in a while. Why well, are we doing this? That was for the Peacock Premium folks uh, that don't get to sit yeah, through the Yeah, they could have done a Roman Reigns video package. I mean, they've, they've had the most random. I don't think they synced those up. But I'm wondering... Um, yeah, I know she's recovering. I, I hope they find something for her on TV. If they're going to keep this mystery going, I hope they find some some role for her while she recovers. Yeah. I, what I really role did... will you give her, Glenn? You know, I don't know. Maybe managing someone? Huh. You know? I mean, I just... Know. Yeah, I mean, it's just something, right? I mean, look, the smartest thing... Look, Enzo Amore, uh, for, for all the polarizing reactions, the smartest thing he did is when he got injured... He went out and got a scooter on his own dime and said, I'm showing up. He was like, George Costanza, like, what? I'm still here. You're still putting me on TV. You know, he didn't let them forget about him. And I think Nikita would be wise to do this. She same. should become a coach, teach people how to live their truth. <laughs> I take those classes. Calvin saying definitely <laughs> reminded me of a takeover. It, it, it did. We had the vibes. The crowd was there. You know, in the wrestling was there too. I, the earring action was not the issues tonight. It was just some of the decisions. Uh, Gallus, basically. Gallus. <laughs> I, I really did like. I think this is on the pre-show and the main show. They showed a picture of the PC and the talent watching in the PC. Yeah. And they had <laughs> Tiffany Stratton sitting like all the way away from everybody else. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> great touch. Um. Yeah, so who's who, who's your pick for, speaking of Tiffany Stratton, is that your pick for Roxanne on WrestleMania weekend? Yes, I could see, and I think Roxanne retains, actually, but I do think we get a new NXT world champion. Okay. I wouldn't put Tiffany Stratton there yet if she's not going to win. But that's the problem, though. I don't think anyone's winning soon. I don't think Roxanne's getting called up, and I don't think she's losing anytime soon, which is going to be which is going to be a problem, the lack of suspense. You know, it yeah. might, but she's also a good underdog. I think she could her against Tiffany Stratton. If they build this up correctly, people will believe that Tiffany Stratton could be her. I think a short title run is not the worst thing given. Nope. I mean, NXT's really had a lot of really long title runs, especially with the women's title. And I think um, it does take away the suspense. Yeah. You know? uh, well, you know what? Since they don't do what we want to do, I hope she has a long reign. I hope she holds this belt forever. <laughs> God forbid she drops it at the next pay-per-view, you know? But I do like Roxanne. All I'm saying yeah. is I like Tiffany a lot, too, so I wouldn't want to see her go against Roxanne to lose, so I'm not sure that that's the field that I will put her into because Tiffany's hot right now. She just came back. I don't know that that's where, that's where you want to throw her at as of right now. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it eventually. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. I think uh, we're going to have an interesting build if that's the next Live Events Mania weekend two months from now. Right. Next, he is going to get to do some really interesting stuff. I just hope all the events for Hero now are outside of the Performance Center. I will sit through the NXTs being there on Tuesdays if we can at least get the premium live events to be outside because it really felt special tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And they got to get some some new people. I don't know how they're doing ticket distribution, but I think changing that up would be better now. I mean, they, this show did well. They sold almost mm -hmm. all their tickets. And I think the importance of having these premium live events outside is because then it's almost a test of how your booking has been and who is over and what yeah. storylines are working. Because a lot of them were. A lot of people were over tonight. Yeah, according to WrestleTix, and they tweeted it at 9 a.m., there was only yeah. like 500 tickets left. 411. At that point, so. It looked really full. 
Yeah. It was, it looked beautiful. It was awesome. And it made me very, very happy. And a lot of people were watching tonight that typically don't watch NXT. And I'm glad they at least got to see that the in-ring action in NXT is good. Because I think we sit here and we watch it every Tuesday. And I don't think the, the, the wrestling skills is a complaint. I think that they have going on any show tonight. They should send Gallus and Braun Breaker to Charm School. <laughs> that should be a series of vignettes. Top by Apollo Cruz. Yeah, here's how to develop a personality. <laughs> oh my god. On a rooftop. On a rooftop. And then lunchtime they go to the diner, write down their notes about their day. <laughs> Fishing is one of the activities. I can't wait for Rex Steiner on the main roster. He's gonna be big big deal, that Rex Steiner. <laughs> Listen, I thought it was a I just I didn't like the results of the main event and the tag team match, but I thought it was it was enjoyable. Yeah. So before we uh, take it home here, Alfred, final thoughts. Very good show, hundred percent. I will be let down at the next premium live event that's not on the road. Wow. Issa, final thoughts on tonight. Yeah, a lot of fun. I definitely thought that Wesley and Dijak stole the entire freaking show, oh, and yeah. they did it right at the beginning. If you guys are just watching us and you didn't watch the PLE, watch the match. Go out of your way to watch that match. It was incredible. A lot of respect for both of them. I hope Dijak's finger is going to be okay, and Ooh. yeah, I hope they continue to do this uh, outside of the Performance Center. I really think that enhanced the experience. There That's you have it, folks. Said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so there you have it, Monday night. Tune back in for Raw coverage. We'll be back Tuesday for NXT 2.0, the fallout from Vengeance Day. Until then, follow Alfred. He's on Twitter at This Is Nasty. East is at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I am at Glenn Rubenstein, and we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs>